You know, always your health is very important to us, and it includes our health, too. We pay attention to these segments, and uh, I hope you do, too. At 651, our segments with uh, University of Michigan, Michigan Answers, uh, uh, Michigan uh, Medicine, if you will. And in that uh, thought in mind, we have Dr. Elliot Tapper joining us right now, a University of Michigan health hepatologist. Good morning, Dr. Tapper. I'm Paul W. Smith. Nice meeting you. Good morning to you. A privilege to be with you. It's our privilege, sir. Just a quick, because I had to do the same thing, a quick explanation of what a hepatologist does. Well, a hepatologist is someone who specializes in liver health. We've all become gastroenterologists specializing (laughs) in diseases of the digestive system, and uh, then we super specialize in liver disease. I thought maybe you meant all of us as listeners have become, after eating a large pizza and wondering why we don't feel so well sometimes, that we all became gastrointestinal. Okay, so uh, that's good to know. Our liver, you know, it's surprising because we should all be experts in liver health because our liver is very, very important. You know, the, the liver is awesome. It does so many things. It stores all of your vitamins. It makes most of your hormones, your proteins. The thing is, you don't want to hear from it. You want it to do its job silently. Because when it gets upset, your whole body is, uh, can be a mess. Well, there is non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, N-A-F-L-D. Everything's got the initials. But uh, very specifically, one of the things that you talk about, Dr. Elliot Tapper, University of Michigan Health hepatologist specializing in the liver, is how sugary beverages affect our liver. This is uh, pretty important news because sugary beverages are still pretty big in these United States. It's actually really important to realize that the most important, most common cause of liver disease in the United States is something called non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. And the source of it is excess calories, particularly from things like sugary drinks. So most of the people coming to see me have an issue that is related to the food that they're eating. And what we found in a nationwide study is that one of the most important contributors to this condition is the number of sugary drinks that they're having on a day-to-day basis. You know, we've said it before when people say, I say, do you drink coffee in the morning? They go, no, I don't really drink coffee. And I go, wait wait a minute, what do you do? I don't know what I would do without coffee. And I've had people say, I have a Coke or a Pepsi or, you know, I have a, a pop, as we say in Michigan, a pop or a soda, as they say elsewhere. And uh, really, many? Oh, maybe five or six a day. And I go, five or six a day? That can't be good for you. Well, now I think you're adding credence to that. Exactly. So what we find is that people who are drinking more than three of these cans of soda to more than three servings of sugary drinks have a several-fold risk, a several-fold increase in their risk of fatty liver disease. So what we all advocate in Liver Clinic is whatever you do, whatever you drink, make sure it doesn't have any calories. Black coffee, water, Water with flavor drops, Splenda, other, other sweeteners, that is what we advocate switching. It's really the lowest hanging fruit in the public's liver health.
I, I'm not, you're the doctor, but I, I, I go by gut, no pun intended. I'm not a fan of uh, artificial sweeteners, none zero. I don't think, uh, when people are saying they're drinking diet pop because they think it's better for them than regular pop, I just think they're wrong. Now, I'm not denying that too many pops are bad for you. Too much of anything is bad for you. But I'm not a big fan uh, of uh, of these uh, various sweeteners that are out there. Just am not. I just thought I'd say that because I want to be true to my listeners. And uh, if they've listened for a while, they know how I feel about that. But here we are worrying about liver fat and fibrosis among what would be considered healthy adults, uh, otherwise healthy adults, throughout the United States. This is a this is a real problem that really hasn't been talked about so much in very specific terms on what it's doing to our livers. Exactly. So the people that we studied in this nationwide study, they did not have a prior health history. They do not have other health conditions. They were screened for liver disease as part of this study. And if they were told the results, they would find it very surprising. So we think as a liver community, that people who are at risk for liver disease because of their health or their diet ought to discuss this with their doctor because there's a risk of developing things like cirrhosis or liver cancer as a function of this fatty liver disease. Here's something very important to take away from our conversation, and that is in this final minute. It's important to note that the liver disease that you found is fully reversible. On top of that, you noted that as little as 5% body weight loss can increase one's quality of life and liver health. So that's the light at the end of the tunnel, Doctor. You offer us great hope. 100%. Well, we really appreciate it. Uh, You know, the, the, the liver is so very important, and when it's healthy, it does an incredible job making key blood proteins and clear toxins from the blood, an incredibly important organ we now know much more about, and we thank you for that. Dr. Elliot Tapper, University of Michigan Health Hepatologist. That means he works with livers, and he has a liver community. Who knew? Thanks, Doc. Thank you.